Yo, yo, yo. And, and welcome, welcome back, back to oh. Creeps and Crimes Podcast. Podcast. I'm Taylor. I'm Morgan. Happy Thursday and happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Day after Valentine's Day. What you do? What are you the CEO of? We haven't done that in like three weeks. No, we did. No, we haven't. No, we didn't. No. Um, I'm the CEO of... Ooh. Drainage. Vicks Vapor Rub. Vicks, a hundred percent. Yeah, Vicks. Vicks. Yeah. I am. I'm loving Vicks. I'm loving their sinus spray. And I know that you're like not supposed to like abuse it because it can actually really fuck up your sinuses. Yeah. yeah. I was reading about that. And then I'm sitting at work today. I didn't tell you about this yet. Is there a lump? And I'm like, oh my God. It's what? Just a, it's a get. I have a ball on the side of my throat and it's being able to be pushed around both sides. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's probably just my lymph nodes. Yeah. Right. But then I'm like, aren't your lymph nodes? I mean, I know your lymph nodes are actually all over you, like yeah. down in your armpit, all into your you know, into your breasts and stuff. And so I'm like, that's weird. So I'm walking around the lab. I'm like asking everyone. I'm like, feel my throat, feel my throat. No. And they're like, oh, they all know I'm WebMD. They, yeah. they, we both are. They we both listen. Are. Yeah. And everyone is like, they feel it. They feel the ball, dude. And it's like, but it's like moving. Like you can move the balls. That's weird. And they're like, maybe it's your Adam's apple. I'm like, isn't this supposed to be right here? And I'm not supposed to have one. <laughs> wait, no, wait, no. Because remember, I felt like I got clothesline. That was like final thing I went to the doctor for because I kept but having I that ball feel, in that throat. I can feel that and right then here. And then it's to the right here. And if I, I have like a lymph node there in, that gets big. Yeah. So mine are really bad, but I feel like I'm at the end of my sickness. Wait, so have you drained stuffy. them yet? With my thing. With your gua sha? Oh, how am I supposed to do that when Aaron knocked him off the shelf and shattered it? Remember? Okay, you're going to have to do it with your hands. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Thank you, both. Aaron. Not one. Both. Both. I had two. A really nice one and then a cheapy one. Um, Don't forget to everybody, go order your Girl Scout cookies if you need Girl Scout cookies. No, we I think need time's to. up. No, we can still order them today. I clicked on the link today. Oh. Well, yeah. I, I, I bet by the time I it goes out. I don't want to ask. I'm sorry. I, I love all your children. I don't want to put out there like, if your kids have Girl Scout cookies, Well, we have one. Know. A link from Brittany. Okay. Brittany. Oh, great. And so I, that was the link I Because I didn't want on. a million links and then I have to pick one kid. I'm so I think we'll just okay because well Brittany sent it to me and was like hey can I put this in the Patreon group and I was like yeah go ahead and for then sure. I and meant then, to book it and I went to get us both some but then I was like I don't know which one she likes and then I was oh, at a, that party I'm a Samoa through and through through and through okay so yeah we'll place that yeah order. we'll or do that I'll as soon it. as we're I'll, done we'll just do it when we're done we'll okay. do it yeah because I thought Girl Scout cookies were over because they come in the beginning of March I know so I I, I was looking on there today because I remembered I was like fuck I would kill for a fucking frozen tag along not tag along uh Thin mint right now. That's yeah. all I wanted with my coffee this morning because I did a little thing of peppermint in it. Mm -hmm. Oh, Ooh. so good. A little peppermint milk. Uh, yeah, well, you uh, saw my coffee yesterday morning on the ground. Yeah, on the floor. Of my kitchen. On the floor. All over my All legs, over you. All over the cabinets. How? The fridge. Did you slip? No, um, I thought that I was superwoman. I thought that I could carry both the big iced coffee and the creamer in one hand. Normally you can. And You're a sick. yogurt and a spoon in the other hand. Normally you could. I couldn't, sick. and it shattered, and Ollie's just standing there, ready to lick the cream, the creamer. Can I'm like, dogs have dairy? I don't know. It's caramel macchiato, so hmm. we'll find out. That. We'll find out. I mean, he licked a little bit, but I would shoot him away a good, a yeah. good chunk. I don't think it's good for them, though. I don't know. Well, I watched my cat from home lick a whole thing of chocolate icing. Are cats allowed milk? Um, a little bit, but not a lot. That's so weird because, like, the thing is, like, cats drink. They're milk. supposed to have it when they're kittens a lot more, but like, like just like whole milk or like yeah, like uh, I think it's like a yeah, I that's guess weird. I've let my cats have milk like since then. Like every now and again, I'll let them have. They love it. 
Yeah, but I feel like I feel like they probably would. It's like, like so on brand, you know. Like it's just like that's the thing you see in movies. Like yeah. I'm gonna leave this bowl of milk. They're always the having cats. milk. <laughs> now uh, I kind of want to go do a social experiment downstairs and see if they'll drink it again. Oh yeah. Mm, I don't know. Um, I'm the CEO of jewelry and nails today. Yeah, it looks great. Thank you. That's the Amazon watch. Yeah, the Amazon watch. I might need to get me one of them. Yeah, it was so the Bernie. It's on our Amazon storefront. If you guys want to so look at it, love. It's so cute. It I, is I got really the, cute. I got the, I had to, it comes with the whole kit that you need to like fix your links and oh, make nice. it tinier. So I made it tinier. And your nails are press on or done? My nails are press on. Really? The Kiss Classy Collection. I do love Kiss. And this, I got these at CVS last night and I linked them on my Instagram story and I put them in my essentials highlight. So if you guys want to go look at them, they're so cute. They are really cute. They're so cute. I love them. But I'm I'm just feeling like really sad that I don't I don't get to wear my wedding ring and engagement oh, ring. Naked? Yeah, and so I just keep like stacking all these. So where is it at rings. right now? The shop. It, no, it's still with me. Okay. I still have it. I just don't know what I want to do with it. Yeah. And so well, I'm just, just give it some thought. Well, I want to get it done before your wedding and everything, so I yeah. can have it on me. But yeah. like, I don't want to rush it again, yeah. like I did the first time. So. Because I think I'm just going to, I've already, I don't know if I've said this already on here because I edited it out, I think, the last time we talked about it. But, like, um, one of the little diamonds fell out and I, I want to get a new set for it. So, I'm just the queen CEO of jewelry and nails today. Cause, and I put on a spray tan. I feel so good. Yeah. I feel look so good. good. Go put on a spray but tan. you're not very festive. I was very thoughtful in my outfit today. You one, were. I went on Instagram because Taylor had declined me of a couple outfits because I was re-wearing them every Monday. Yeah. And it was just the cycle of the washing machine. Blame, blame the laundry. It, I don't know. It wasn't. Morgan, it wasn't that you wear the same things over again. If you wore that one over and over again, I wouldn't even say anything about it. It was the yellow. I know. It was the yellow. It was three clips. The, it was I, the funniest episode the th- in the world. It was the funniest episode. And I still have like 32 more I need to pull. Like I wanted to pull one where it says like whenever we say call someone and I want to like do the clips and cuts of us saying call so-and-so, get them on the horn, call the, the, the like back to back to back. That's funny. And uh, I haven't done it yet because I, I cannot yeah, get the Yeah, the yellow was off. very bright. It was really ruining the Instagram aesthetic. So I went, so I went on her Instagram before I picked my outfit today and I was like, okay, yellow. She told me absolutely not for like four more months. And I was like, that's fair. At least till springtime. And then I looked and then I think I had on a white, my white jacket mm-hmm. and then I did black, black. And then it was this one. And I was like, oh, that would be cute for Valentine's Day. A little white, be. a little red writing, and a little pink Nike swoosh mm-hmm. pants. So I'm feeling festive. I don't have pink or red mm-hmm. in casual clothes. I don't. I have dresses that are pink and Why red. Why do I feel like you have like a lilac purple sweatsuit? I don't. No? No. Sure? I used to. Sweatpants? I, it was a, it was a, uh, a set, like a workout set from... Like a leggings and that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And it's, go- it's gone From your now. promo. Yeah, from that promo. It's in. So I don't have little, that anymore. Our little influencer. When, when, back when I was trying to be an influencer with my 24-inch extensions in and all that. <laughs> in that fucking parking garage downtown. Knox. Hey, I took my engagement pictures there. No, I, this is another one that I did. You're thinking of the first set I did with them because they sent me two sets. And I there were two separate times. I just remember a purple set. And the purple set was also from there. But the first set you're talking about, I did do on the ones where you got engaged. The purple set it was, was in nikki's it was nikki's in the, it was i remember it being one. dark yeah it yeah. was so you dark and top. dirty my feet were like black when i walked out of there and i did like a, a yoga pose no i had on like white tennis shoes okay and i did like a yoga pose where i like <laughs> I put my leg kick up. You out of this room if you're barefoot in the morning garage <laughs> no, i would never be barefoot in a garage like that actually okay. you know what i would i'm barefoot all the time hey if we're drunk you know our shoes are coming off yeah. i can always count on taylor to rip them off with me i will take barefoot. my shoes off no I, 
I'm a barefoot girly. Like yeah. I always have been, even when I was little. I was just a naked girly. Naked, barefoot, 24/7. don't don't Diaper, naked as a jaybird. Always. That's how it was. And you know, I've reverted back to that. I'm naked all the time now. Yeah, me too. All the time. I enjoy it. I feel better. I sleep better. I look better. <laughs> I would just like to say this is a PSA. PSA. That I was when I was doing laundry, I had a big deep cleaning day on yesterday in the Super Bowl. It, during the Super Bowl, my literally dad. during, and I was folding. So whenever the tornado hit, we went to Walmart and we just bought like you know underwear yeah. for both of us and like big Hanes t-shirts and like they've honestly become some of my favorite like sleeping to the best sleep ever. Yeah, like they're amazing. But Aaron's boxers, I was like, those look so comfortable. I have never been able to fit in my little bit of fiance's boxers. Mm-hmm. I fit. Yep, and I was fucking wearing them. Say goodbye all to all day his yesterday. clothes. Yep. I was like, this is amazing. 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 I love them. I was like, I'm going to Walmart. I'm buying another set for me. Go get the hands. Or does he have the hands? I, you know, I don't know the brand. It's like straight black. You have got to get the ones that I get for Logan and for me now. Because same with Morgan. I was never able to wear Logan's little tiny hip fucking yeah. short man. Soccer Little leg. fucking, yeah, like little <laughs> whitey tighties. I could never do that. And like about a year ago, we all know when it was because I've talked. I literally haven't shut the fuck up about it again. I was able to start fucking wearing them. And I haven't stopped. And now for Christmas, instead of getting me my Costco granny panties, I asked my mom to get me the Hanes boxers. Mm-hmm. I was literally just living in them. And Aaron They're was so like, are you going to take those off? I got them a actually, size extra large. Because actually this wasn't Saturday. This wasn't you know Sunday. I, mean? I started laundry Saturday morning. Yeah. And so it was like Saturday morning when I, I got a shower mm-hmm. and I threw them on. And then I wore them. All day. All night and the next day. Yeah. That's how you do night. it. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it. And I put them in my underwear drawer now. Because yeah. he doesn't wear them. Exactly. He, those are his. Those are his trauma pants. Those are Logie's uh, sleeping pants. Logan doesn't really wear underwear during the day because he wears those ones I have built-in underwear that I have to wash nine hundred fucking oh thousand God. times Men because he doesn't laundry wear. Pisses. Well, because he doesn't. Off. He's like, I can't wear underwear with it. That was my underwear. That was a built-in underwear. And I'm like, no, you still can wear underwear even if it has built-in underwear. Right. You know, you like don't you, got a free ball at man. Yeah, you don't have to. No one's got a gun against your head. Like, oh, but okay, so think of like the Nike shorts with underwear in them for us. I'm you always, always had underwear. I always have underwear on with yeah, them. Yeah, me too. Sorry, because also they like sag down so low. Yeah, they're like a diaper. <laughs> it feels so weird. Yeah, you can't have that. It feels like you're wearing bloomers, and you can't run in that because then your lips are crazy. Yeah, then your lips are hanging out of the little built-in underwear, and you're Sorry, like, "Sorry, TMI. Whoa. That's just crazy. That's just what happens. Yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. Okay, Nike, figure it out. Nike, please stop making our lips come out unwarranted. Okay, like <laughs> please, for the love of God. Take care of them. Now he's going to be like, what the fuck kind of clip are we Immediately, Nike, give us a deal. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. They're immediately like, absolutely They're fucking like, if that's not. how you're going to talk to us, absolutely not. You know what? I think we're just being real, and I think people appreciate that. Yeah. So, anyways. Anyways, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, we watched the your- Super Bowl. We did a full recap opinion based on what's new Wednesday. That was it. The it story, what's Super new? Bowl. Super Bowl. That was what was new. Tell them what you're doing for Valentine's Day. Oh, for Valentine's Day, oh, well, you don't know. it would be like, you know, it been past tense now because oh, right. yesterday. Yeah. What did you do yesterday? So yesterday what I did for Valentine's Day was we, Logan got us reservations at Connor's Seafood and Steak yeah. here in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go there and then I think we're going to go uh, to a wine bar after and then Oh, fun because i saw that there's a wine bar nearby when nice. i was googling yeah, actually i i have seen that there was a wine bar that opened up yep 
Um, we are going to, we went to Harvest. Harvest. And we went there actually like our last two Valentine's Days. So mm. it's a little bit of a tradition. A tradition. It's the only time we go during the year. Because mm-hmm. they, they're like one of those restaurants where they change the menu weekly. Yeah. And so it's like. And it's a good restaurant. It is good. So but delicious. you can count on at least a filet on Valentine's Day. They yeah. know how men are picky. So. Yep. We can watch this go and not have a filet. Uh, Aaron's going to be like, die. what am I supposed to eat? Lobster what do? <laughs> well, Logan said to me last night when we were in the car on our way home because we had to go down to Cleveland. He was like, do you even want to go there? Like, what do you want to do? Is there like something that you want to Because he booked, he just like always books it mm-hmm. and then is like, hey, do you want to go? Yeah. And last year, I don't think we ended up going. Yeah. I, I remember you guys didn't do anything. Yeah. We didn't. Good. We just stayed in because I, I like staying in with Logan. Mm-hmm. A lot more than I like going out just because only simply because when we're out, I can't pay attention like a really struggle at restaurants. The last time we went on a Valentine's Day date, he got really upset with me because I like listening to what everybody else is talking about around me and I like knowing all the tea. Yeah. And he's like, Taylor, please pay attention and listen. (laughs) I'm like, I'm sorry, but they're breaking up two tables away. They're breaking up. One table away, she's pregnant. Yeah. And I just like hearing about it. And I like the tea. And the waitress is stressed. And the waitress is really stressed out. But the old man at the bar just tipped her $100. Yeah. So she's doing good now. Like, I, I listen to the whole room. And I love I love people watching on Valentine's Day. So Logan's like, Tay, if you're not going to come here on a date with me and pay attention and be present. So I'm going to really work hard to do it this year for him. Yeah, you but then he was like, I would really love if we watched movies and we ate our yeah. favorite Indian food restaurant and we just got a takeout. And I was like, well, we can if that's what you're going to do. But I like leave it up in his because right. he's way more the romantic one than I am. Yeah. And that's really sad for him because, of course, like you would want your girl to be like that. And I'm just not. I'm not. Are you going to go get anything? Well, I asked him what he wanted, and I know what he needs. He needs new a pair of running shoes, but that's, he's going to get that either way. Mm-hmm. So I might get him what he wanted, what he told me he wanted for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I might just rush ship it because I remembered it last night. There it is. There it's it is. Monday. I'm never, ever going to order something a week ahead of time, okay? It's going to be the day Taylor, before. Ta- oh, excuse me. Taylor's my only bridesmaid who hasn't picked out her dress, and... I'm okay with it because I know we're going to order it the week before and we're going to rush ship it and it's going to be the best dress ever. If she wanted <laughs> something now, she'd hate it. I, I really would. We'd both. We'd be like, Don't And that's that. like where we've gotten. Like we've kind of fucked ourselves because yeah. now we're like, if we get it too early, uh-huh. we hate it when the time comes. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're I have the CEOs always, all year round of rush shipping. Oh, yeah. We are the CEOs Express of Expedite. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we're the CEOs of. Always. $45 shipping. That's us. Yeah. So we might stay in, but I'm, I'm really want to go out uh-huh. and I want to go do something because I know how much it would mean to him. Yeah. Well, our dinner is really early because that's all they had. And I just booked the reservation. I like, have no idea what ago. time it is. And so, well, I, I think I'm going to try to, I don't know, do something after. I'd yeah. like to get in like. I wish I could, if I didn't work so early, I wish I could go to Chick-fil-A and get him chicken minis mm. and leave like a little breakfast out there for him. But yeah, that'd yeah, be that's sweet. too much. That's too much work. Yeah. Oh, well, he does leave work after. When does Chick-fil-A open? Not early enough. I, I could do enough. Starbucks and come back with yeah. a little note. Well, you know what? They might open at yeah. like six. Yeah, I'd have to be late. Yeah. I bet. How about I just wake up at like, or I leave the house at you like. You can order it, bitch. I know, but well, he leaves actually really right after me. Yeah. So I could just go to Starbucks, get him a little Sammy and a drink and like sit on the counter. And yeah. Then, you know. Yeah. 
Me and Logan won't talk when we wake up. He'll bring me my coffee. I'll watch the news. And then we'll and go not the Adderall. <laughs> and then we'll talk again later in the evening. Yeah. He'll ask me a few questions about where something is that he knows exactly where it's at. And that'll be it until we yeah. go to dinner. <laughs> I have to have a clean house, though. I, I need to clean. I clean. My house is clean, mm-hmm. but it's cluttered right now just because, like, I threw shit around when we got back last night. I didn't, like, put uh-huh. it away. So I need to do that. And I want to hang curtains, but I cannot find a curtain Where, rod downstairs? in my bedroom. I oh. just want to hang curtains. I just can't. I'm sleeping fine, but I can't deal with him anymore. Yeah. He, he, Logan is so sensitive to light when he sleeps. And it's not like it's bright, but it's yeah. not dark by any means. I like that because I'm scared to girl in the dark. I like when it, I like what I hate the curtains that you left. Mm-hmm. Way too dark for me. Yeah. Aaron loves them. In I the like summer. I love sun. I like waking up in the sun. I like the sun. Eyes. Yep. I'm like, that's oh, what I that's like. Amazing. I feel better. I like the burn. Yep, me too. And the first thing I do when I wake up, because I've been recently waking up way before Logan and mm-hmm. having to pee and go in and like, hey, Morgan, you, I know this isn't this doesn't apply to you right now because your nose is all stuffy. I'm in one of those time frames of my life where everything has a smell and the smell bothers me. Oh. Like today, I picked up the shirt that I have on, and I th- I think it smells like shit. You you've always had that weird thing about your shirt clothes. Yeah, like my clothes. I, if something like remotely kind of smells off, but then I had this smell like when I was in the kitchen, and it made me gag, like oh. ferociously gag. And then I came upstairs, and there was a smell up here, and it's not like a smell; it's just like. Uh a scent of something whatever it may be it's not necessarily a bad smell Mm -hmm. but it's not my favorite ollie's dog food makes me gag i have to physically go in and hold my breath when i'm opening that cabinet (sighs) and then opening the bag i have to have my breath like time my breath so yep do it quick and then like Mm -hmm. turn away and breathe or else i will food smells like shit it smells like shit and it then it smells like their shit and so then their shit smells when i was hanging up when i was reorganizing aaron's closet last night I was hanging off one of his jackets and I was like thinking about it and I was like, you know, I have a feeling that this probably hasn't been washed since the tornado Mm -hmm. and because I could smell it and I was like, it smells like the apartment and it's like one of those big winter coats. Mm -hmm. It's like and and then I was like, am I and I get that whiff every morning of my parka Mm -hmm. and I've stopped wearing it. It's just been in my car. Yeah, you just I'm like bundling up in hoodies and a blanket every morning because I can't and I I don't really know how to wash those. Honestly, you should just put it in a a fucking yeah, take it to a dry cleaner (laughs) or just hang them out down down downstairs in the basement and just let them hang there. Yeah, for like months and just get get a different smell, get a new smell, find a new one. Because it's not going to be this one. Yeah. We're done. I, you know how like your clothes will smell like the inside of your cabinets like wood? Yes. Of your dresser? I got a big whiff of Mm my um, pajamas last night and they were at the bottom of the dresser and they smelled like the bottom of the dresser. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I smell like wood. (laughs) I smell like wood. I'm going to vomit. Not an important conversation to have. But, but I do know it's just sensitive to smells. I just I, I'm a very sensitive person to smells, sounds. I've become a That's fucking it. smells and sounds really noises bother daredevil level this, hearing. Like, See, I don't, the, that stuff that, doesn't bother if, me. If you were doing that, I would be like, you you've got to stop. Yeah, no, that stuff doesn't really bother yeah. me that much. But because I'm not thinking about it, you know. But I'm even doing like it. sight, like even if you you were over there, like when having, I move my feet, yeah, I'll yeah. say stuff. Yeah, you I'm get like, you, you can't stop. handle it. Yeah. And now I'm going to have to do it. It's like it know. sounds noises and I guess sight because you're right. Yeah. You won't even be hitting me. It's not bothering me. It's not. I'm I'll not be feeling anything. I'm not hearing anything. Yeah. But I'll be like, no, can't do that. it. Yeah. Yeah. And that stuff doesn't really bother me. What bothers me is like tones and like high pitched noises or uh-huh. if there's like a 
like a hum, like a anything a mm, yeah. I. I mean, me. my hearing is just like daredevil level. See, I think mine's phenomenal too. Yeah, like I think es- I'm a great hearer, especially since I've been having since I've been editing for so many years too. Like that was uncalled for. Yeah, that was rude as fuck. You stupid Casey's bottle <laughs> just popping Don't off like down the corner. Like, like just stop making that sound. That's okay? my favorite water ever. Yeah, that is the best water. Casey's water is the best water. Period. I don't know what they put in it. Me neither. It's so and good. And I don't care. I prefer so it good. over any other water. We haven't even filled up our five gallon because I am I like Casey's. Yeah, it's really good. I'm sorry to the planet. Yeah. Truly. Apologies. Because I... You could just... You know, they do have the the gallons. You could just go- buy five gallons, fill up your thing and True. fill it up. Yeah, it sounds like a pain in the ass. Yeah, that sounds like an Aaron job. Aaron is, that is his job. Water yeah. is his job. Logan's Logan's job is too, and we've been out for five days. And always. Finally I'm this always morning. the one that's like, gotta go get water. You well, I go and I out. buy the most expensive waters. I don't say anything. I just go buy expensive ass water bottles, like a big case of Evian. And I'll be mm. like, well, we're out of water, so... No one got Evian. Look at that. Sorry, this is $15. Yeah, this is a fucking $15 water bottle. Just, we got to go. All right. Not go, but we got to get started. Hit them with it. If you're driving, throw that shit on cruise control. If you got a glass, pull that shit up. And let's get creepy. I'm going to go first today. Yes. I might be only today. Yes. We're waiting on a response for Morgan's case. Hopefully we can score a little interviewee. So we'll let you know. Yeah. And uh, and it we'll also see. kind of just works out because I'm sick nasally and I'm breathing yeah. through my mouth and it's just... It's just it's, hard. It's a rough one. <laughs> so if we're able to, one, score this interview and two, Taylor's got a long case anyway. So yeah, I have a long we'll case. Just, so we'll see how this we're one just goes. And the case I'm going to tell you guys about today, I saw last week, like literally on Thursday last week, it was on um, ABC's 2020 season 46, episode 16. And the title of it is Sealed with a Kiss. Oh. And that is my primary source for this entire episode um, because when I saw it, so me and Logan were just kind of like channel surfing and he does not like true crime. Logan will not watch anything creepy or crimey. He does not do that shit. So whenever... We started watching. I was like, very hey. supportive men of ours. Yeah, exactly. I'm just kidding. They do support us. <laughs> they support them. what we do. They just don't want to be a part of it. So <laughs> they're like, please don't kill me. In please, my sleep. for the love of God, don't make me be involved in the crazy <laughs> shit that you guys do. So I, it turned on, and me and we like picked up in the middle of the show, and I was like, can we just watch it to the commercial break? And he was like, yeah. Y'all, he didn't want to change the channel after that. Oh, he was in it. He was sucked in it. In. He I was love sucked sucking Aaron into a into it. I was floored. I have talked about it all weekend to anybody that can hear me. And my dad knew about it because he's been following it in the news. And I said, Father, you didn't fucking send this to me. I wonder if I know it. You might. Because this one is technically still a little bit unfolding, which you'll understand when we get to at the end. And it got really overshadowed for a bit. But because of some recent developments, there's been a lot of press about it in the news. Like I said, my primary source is ABC 2020. I did cooperate with a million other sources and stuff and did what I could. But they are my primary source and they did the best way for me to get all the information. So let's jump into it. Handwritten notes. Handwritten. Those are always the best. These are the best. It's March 13th, 2020. COVID. We all know. 
two days away from lockdown. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Nashville Metropolitan Police Department receives a call about a white Acura sedan that was crashed into a tree. It was a single car accident with two people inside that were completely unresponsive and very much trapped in the vehicle. And this was coming from a construction worker because it was on his site and it was really late at night. Inside of the vehicle, the two victims were one man and one woman. The car belonged to 33-year-old Holly Williams, who was a local esthetician, and police identified the two victims as being Holly and her on-and-off-again boyfriend, 36-year-old local mechanic, William or Bill Lanway. At first, you know, when, when they were looking around the scene and they start getting a better idea of what's going on, they're like, this does not look like just a single car accident, mm-hmm. number one. But number two, it did not look like an accident at all. It wasn't an accident. This was on purpose. Because upon further examination, both Holly and Bill had been shot to death prior to their car crash. Oh, shit. Holly grew up in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and she was known to be this super sweet Christmas-loving girl. Like, Christmas was her favorite time of the year, even Uh as an adult. However, her home life just wasn't what it seemed, as her parents had divorced when she was really young, and she had a really strange relationship with her biological mother, borderline estrangement from her biological mother. So she was primarily raised by her father and her stepmother. And as soon as she was able to, she picked up and she moved to Nashville with her best friend Marie Claire and they started working on becoming successful skincare specialists and grew their circle of friends to be now like family to them nice everyone knew Holly as an amazing friend and woman who was just absolutely electric and just selfless and when I when I say electric like um, Marie Claire when her best friend when she was doing this interview with ABC 2020, she t- made this comparison that absolutely like, clicked in my head. And what she said was, you know how people say that men would come up to Marilyn Monroe and fight each other yes. to light her cigarette? Yes. That was how men were attracted to Holly. Yeah. Like she just was magnetic. Mm-hmm. And Holly and her friends were always out on downtown strip Nashville, partying all the time, having a great time. They never missed a football game. They were regulars all around and they just were always making new friends and growing their friend group, like I said. And that is how Holly met Bill. That's how their paths crossed. They were both described as being high energy, life of the party people who loved having fun together and with like their group. Like if they weren't at the party, no one was at the party type of vibe. Yeah, got it. Bill grew up in Clarksville, Tennessee, which is just north of Nashville and in every bar in Nashville, no matter where this bar is at in Nashville, in the city of Nashville, which if you know, it's big. Bill was a regular. He He was was a familiar face. Everyone knew him. He was known by the locals. He was known by the tourists. Like everyone knew if Bill came in. Exactly. It was a party. And they loved him, but it was truly a mask. Everyone that actually knew Bill knew that he was masking with the way that he was with partying and drinking. He had a really sad upbringing, and it was kind of like the cards he were dealt. He was dealt were just constantly coming with some sort of kick in the stomach. So when he was really, really young, his, I want to say like seven to nine years old, based on the pictures, I never was able to find an exact like date or age that he was. I would say like single digits. He um, and his siblings and his mom and their babysitter were at home when his dad kind of had a break 
and held them all at gunpoint in the home hostage. Oh my god, terrible. Terrible. And so police were called and thankfully they were able to de-escalate the situation, get the dad out of the home and they took him to a mental health facility to get the care that he needed. Well, a few days later it was Thanksgiving and he was given temporary leave. His father went back to the house where he had had this episode just days before, grabbed a knife out of the kitchen sink on Thanksgiving Day in front of the whole family and stabbed Bill's mother to death. Oh, my God. In front of Bill. Oh, my God. Now, thankfully, he had an amazing aunt and uncle that stepped in immediately as mom and dad for him and gave him the best life that you could possibly dream of in a situation like this they provided him with everything that he needed mental health wise to make sure that he had as much of a normal life as possible they did that and bill's life was on an amazing track like he was working really hard he graduated high school he was going on to trade school to become the mechanic that he is today and he had a little bit of extra motivation to make that money fast but because his girlfriend of six months as soon as he graduated got pregnant Okay. They ended up having a daughter together. Oh. And they lived this little life together and they supported each other and they were a great family and they loved each other. And Bill was an amazing dad and a partner. His girlfriend was able to finish high school. But unfortunately, when his daughter was, some reports said three, some reports said five. So let's go with four years old. She had flu like symptoms for like three weeks. No. They took her to the hospital and she was diagnosed with stage four cancer oh my god there was nothing that they can do they tried all the treatment that they could and as this was going on like bill was having to deal with so much more trauma than just the knowing that your daughter's going to pass away which yeah, that's t- oh my god i literally couldn't imagine but in the middle of this like bill starts acting out he's because he's drinking a lot more to try and push these feelings down that are coming up from years ago and also having to deal with this and by the end of it um she passed away and after the funeral his uh girlfriend they had broken up packed up a box of their daughter's things for him and was like we need to not speak again and they didn't fuck that's it's really really awful so he had been using this alcohol ever since and it's been 10 years at this point by 2020 to cope and never really like processing this loss and also the stuff that he needs to work on from his childhood within himself and the trauma Uh that had built up. So he was known as life of the party, but he struggled with his own demons. But going back to March 13th, 2020, when that 911 call came in about the single car accident, the caller told the operator that both of the victims, which we now know as Holly and Bill, were trapped inside of the vehicle. When first responders arrived, they found Bill upside down in the front passenger side floorboard pinned below the dash with his feet up in the air. And Holly was in the back seat floorboard pinned between the front seats and the back seats of the car. So both were showing no signs of life and police and first responders were unable to get to them until they were able to pull the car out completely due to the way that it was positioned and crashed. First responders quickly towed the car out and began working on the victims and getting them out. And the first thing that stood out to investigators was the fact that the passenger side windows had been busted out, but there was no broken glass found inside or outside of the car at the crash site. 
But once Holly and Bill were removed from the car, it was clear that they had been brutally shot to death. Bill had been shot in the head at least once, which that is how the lead investigators worded it. So I don't know if that has to do with the fact that, like I said, this is an ongoing case. And Holly was shot at least once in her head and once on the left side of her torso. Immediately seeing this, police are able to formulate a theory based off of the injuries that they see on the victims and also because of records they had pulled on both of the victims. Their theory was that this looked to be a domestic violence murder-suicide. And trigger warning, I am going to be talking a little bit about domestic violence for a second. Bill and Holly had a pretty toxic relationship publicly and behind closed doors. And what I mean by that is it it was very violent and abusive. In fact, Bill at that time had an open case against him after he was bonded out from a very bad domestic violence situation with Holly that ended in his arrest and an emergency order of protection being issued to Holly for Bill to keep him the hell away from her. And that happened on January 11th, 2020. So just months before. And trigger warning, It was during this call that she alleged that he, Bill, had broken into her apartment and either killed or let out her dog because two days later she came home and he was missing and she'd never let him out. The only other person that had been going in her apartment was Bill and they found the dog like two days later on her street dead. Oh my god. His name was Max. He was a little bitty white fluffy no, dog. So, it was a really so cutie. Sorry, Isn't that so awful? Um my buddy. And police weren't the only ones who were pretty much set on that theory being the reason for all of this. Because the moment their friends and any acquaintances heard what had happened, they immediately thought the exact same thing. 100% murder-suicide, Bill killed her and then himself, especially because she had two gunshot wounds. He only had one to the head. Everyone knew Holly was terrified of Bill to the point that after the January 11th situation, she installed home security cameras inside and outside of her apartment that the inside ones only her close friends knew about because they were all hidden, as well as one outside of her front door and then there were two or three inside one for sure was in the living room with full view of the front door the other one was in her bedroom like from the very top so you could see all of it but I saw another one that I don't know if maybe she just moved it around but it was in the kitchen um from in there so she might have had two to three and the reason she had this done was because Bill was able to decode her key code deadbolt at this apartment so yes he used to know it but he had been like hacking into it when she changed it and in fact she had had like a call I think like end of January with her landlord that is caught on the security camera in her apartment of her being like I need you to install a second deadbolt that I only have the key to damn yeah how do you even learn that I I don't know he's a mechanic you know but I guess they're all able to be reset yeah reset and he was caught on camera breaking into her apartment several times so she knew it was him but the closer investigators got to looking at this crime scene the more they began doubting their own murder suicide theory number one there were no phones no wallets no purses nothing in the car on them number two there was no murder weapon in the car Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make sense. Meaning there had to be a third person. Uh But who? Who would want both of them dead? Quickly, investigators pulled Holly's security cameras to 
sift through and try and piece together this mystery. What they found out only left them with more questions. The footage showed two men walking up to Holly's front door in jeans and black hoodies with like trying to cover their face. They did not do a good job at it. But I could literally see their whole faces immediately. <laughs> but um, they did this in broad daylight on March 10th, 2020. First. Wait, wasn't that the day of the car accident? March 12th was the day. Two days before. I'm sorry. March 13th was when the uh, car was discovered. So just a couple days before. Just a couple days before. Yeah. These two men come up to her apartment in black hoodies, trying to cover their faces, jeans, broad daylight. And first, they try to move her outdoor camera so it won't be looking at her front door. And they like walked past it like they were not going to her apartment. And then they stick their hands up, move it. It didn't work. They were unsuccessful. So they like try to cover their faces more and position themselves away from her front door. So they continuously knock and they're yelling and they're like, Hey, Holly, is this Holly? We just want to talk to you. Hey, Holly, is is there a Holly here? And she's not coming to the door. Meanwhile, as seen on the footage from inside her apartment, Holly is inside. And she's quickly, quietly, but frantically running around her apartment, barricading the door. So she very much is concerned about who these people are. She has no idea who they are. So they leave. Five minutes later, 10 minutes later, however many minutes later, just right after, another man, just this time by himself, comes up, covers his face. He's in regular street clothes. He knocks on the door and he says, hey, I'm looking. Hey, Holly, we know you're in there. We're not going to hurt you. Nothing's going on. We're just looking for William. Bill. Her boyfriend, Bill. And they then said... We're just coming to you about a client of yours. Well, no one recognized these three men locally at all. None of their friends, family, neighbors, clients, co-workers were able to identify any of these people. Like we have never, ever seen these people ever before. So police are kind of at this standstill, needing more information about who these guys are. But in order to get that, they need to know way more about Holly and Bill's personal lives because this is now looking much bigger than what they thought it was yeah and a lot more concerning because what is this is there what's the motive it doesn't look like there's now i'm thinking like this is organized crime like he got into something he wasn't supposed to exactly and that's kind of what they're looking at right now and they're just kind of being like we don't know we're gonna have to dig more into their personal lives and Through this digging, investigators found that Holly actually had a second career that she had started when she was approximately 18 or 19 years old, working as an escort or a sugar baby sex worker going by the name Layla Love. And it was a completely different identity. Okay. Holly would go on weekend getaways with her clients and make about 20 grand cash plus clothes, furniture, accessories, whatever she needed. And she did this so that she could comfortably live as she worked and put herself through school to get an apartment to solidify herself as an esthetician and doing all of that. And once she had established her business and her career as the esthetician, she pulled back working as an escort and as regularly as she did, but mainly not only because of like, she had the money now and she was good but mainly because she truly felt like she was unsafe she didn't like how some clients made her feel when she was doing it because she needed it for the money Mm -hmm. so she really just stopped only going back to work as an escort if it was you know someone who was high profile that she felt safe with or a regular of hers or something like that Okay. But it wasn't as regular as it used to be. Or even if she just needed the extra cash. Like, you know, like that's when she would do it. And though investigators weren't sure if this was at all a factor in their murders, it was the only lead they really had to jumpstart anything. 
this was the only thing that they could find. So they go and they pull both Holly and Bill's phone records to try and dig deeper about who was contacting them or who they were contacting. Because if this has to do with Holly being an escort, why is Bill involved? Right. And he's not even, they're not even together at this point in time, really. Like they're, like I said, on and off again. Exactly. So they're out here searching for him. Now, using the phone records of both of Holly's phones, she had a personal and then she had her escort phone that was Layla Love's phone and Bill's phone records, they are able to look at all the communication in the days leading up to their murders. And investigators finally found one interesting lead they didn't know how it was going to pan out but it stood out on all three of these phones they found emails and text from the name jimmy green as well as phone calls from a fake voice changing number through the internet that was connected to the same ip address that was registered to jimmy green more specifically it was everything was coming back to this email it was a jimmy green 34 at gmail.com Okay. So investigators subpoenaed all the records for this email and they find that the texting and call apps were all registered to this one thing, but they were connected to a profile with the name Agent 47. Agent? Agent 47. Okay. And this nearly knocked lead, the lead investigator, lead detective, off his fucking chair because he immediately got the reference that this person was making. And it flew right over my head. I never would have known this. So I'm glad he picked it up because, I mean, me and you would have been like, what the hell? Apparently, the name Agent 47 is the name of an assassin in a really big video game. And I think the video game itself is called Hitman. Oh, my God. Yeah. Agent 57, assassin in a video called Hitman, registered to this fake email that's only used to contact Bill and Holly. Contacting mm-hmm. both of their devices. Both of their devices and only their devices. Something's up. Someone hired him. Someone's hired. There's a Hitman now. So with this, investigators immediately are like, this is a massive breakthrough and it changes everything that we thought about this fucking case. Because now it's not murder-suicide, it's not drugs, it's not that. This is a hit. If this is what we think it is. This massive breakthrough in the case, they're like, are we allowed to be talking about this publicly? I'm scared. Yeah, we're talking about it. They did on 2020 last night. We're doing it. We're doing (laughs) it. a little too close to home. We're a little too close to home. So this light bulb goes off when they see this Agent 47. And it's like everything kind of fell into place and it made sense. This was a hit. It was a murder for hire. No doubt about it. This is what everything is pointing to. But why and who? Who would want them dead? Both of them dead. More yeah. specifically, and why? There's no rhyme or reason that they can see just off they the bat. They didn't do business together. Exactly. He was a so mechanic. So how would they have ran into the same person when they had a problem with the same person? Exactly. It was pretty safe for them to assume that Jimmy Green was also an alias. So they pulled all of the IP addresses that this email was used on, used with. And through that, they found the name Adam Carey. Adam Carey was a former United States Marine with special operations training and an address in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, my God. We're crossing state lines. Who was at the time working in private security with a really interesting criminal record. In 2016, according to ABC reportings, he was pulled over. Adam Carey was pulled over and arrested for impersonating a police officer. Police then searched his vehicle when they pulled him over and they discovered that he was in possession of several illegal weapons, including pipe bombs. 
what a fucking like out of left field. I'm sorry, immediately. Who's just jail. walking around with a fucking pipe bomb? Yeah. Who needs a pipe bomb? What jail. do you need one for? So for this, he was convicted and served only four months in prison. Oh, I'm so glad. Wow. He did such a good job. Using his arrest footage, his mugshot, and his driver's license from North Carolina, police were able to immediately identify him as the person who was not one of the people who was knocking on Holly's door in that footage. But there's still two others, right? There's still two others. But he was the one that I was like, you literally could see his entire face. Mm -hmm. Couldn't even hide it. Before they even like made the connection fully and they just showed a picture of Adam Carey on the TV, I was like, well, that's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. You don't even have to like, we don't need to draw this out. I can tell you right now, that's him. They're like 100% he is one of the three guys who was outside that day knocking on Holly's door. Again, this is another massive breakthrough in the case, but it's just not that end-all, be-all moment. This discovery, all it was was simply just a step in the right direction. The beginning clue of what's going to be this massive ordeal because, okay, say he's one of the people that knocked on the door. What is his job? Yeah. Obviously hitman, but who hired him? Who does he work for regularly that he's just getting calls? And what the fuck does this have to do with Holly and Bill? Right. It, from Asheville, North Carolina. What does this have to do with them? Well, from what they could tell, outside of being Jimmy Green trying to contact Bill and Holly, he had no prior connection or motive for wanting to, them dead. A.K.A. he was just a hitman. So he's got a boss. And who is his boss? That's so scary. Well, it didn't take too long before investigators were able to find the name Brian Brockway intertwined with Adam Carey. Brockway was a former Marine with several overseas missions who later went on to work for the government in a top, quote, top security position. And now, just like Adam Carey, works in private security in some reports said that he worked in private security in D.C. Others say only in Austin, Texas. But okay. either way, what I know for sure is it wasn't in North Carolina and it wasn't in Tennessee. Okay, so now we got Texas in the mix. So now we got Texas in the mix a little bit. But again, because I want to say at this time he was maybe in D.C. So at this point, is the FBI being brought in? Not yet. Okay. Yeah, not yet. They don't have enough to bring them in. Brian just looked to be another hitman. Not the boss. He doesn't have the money to want someone dead. He doesn't have the motive to want someone dead. So they keep having to dig into what this relationship is between Brockway and Carrie and their communication. So they start sleuthing deeper into their clouds on their phones. That's crazy. And what they find is these documents that are sent back and forth between them pretty regularly. And it's titled the Tennessee sit rep sit rep situation report. And it's a military style mission sheet. Oh my God. This refers to a breakdown of the hit with all of the information needed for both of the victims, Holly and Bill, in detail explains that Adam Carey plus two others would be going to Nashville to contact them in person and stalk, the, stalk them to learn all that they can about both Bill and Holly, leading investigators to a new location, Austin, Texas. What did they know? What did they accidentally run into? So from what I can tell is the initial situation reports that they found about these military documents being sent back and forth. It was just like an intel operation. It was to learn information about Holly and Bill. It was never to kill them. So police are like, what the fuck happened mm -hmm. between this time? But even why them? Why them? Why is someone targeting them and who the fuck is targeting them? And what state is it in? 
Yeah. Really. So this situation report somehow leads investigators because of a contact, like the person that is having to approve all of this. And it takes you to Austin, Texas, because that is where the man who received all the updates and live reports about the operation in Nashville lived and worked. His name is Gil Pallad. Pallad was born in Israel and went through the military training there just as custom and allegedly went on high in the ranks to serve with Israeli special forces and in the secret service like Intel. It's called the Mossad. It's like the CIA. And allegedly he worked his way up there and worked in Intel with Israel. He comes to the United States in 1999 in his story that he tells everyone. He's like, I had like $500 to my name and Uh I came over here and started a new life. We don't know how true that is, but we'll get there later. Um, He comes to the U.S. in 1999 and he lands in L.A. and he begins working in private security there, which is how he meets a professional hairstylist for the stars named Jana. The two get married. They have two kids. She, She was like described to be the only person who could get you looking like California blonde. Okay. Back in this time. She was the hair by Chrissy. Exactly. Back then. With the two of their networks and their connections that they had, Gil lands a job working security and for big Hollywood stars. But he was retained, and most notably, being the head of security for Charlie Sheen. So in 2014, after years of working with Charlie Sheen, he has a meltdown and we, we all saw it in the news when it happened, but he has this meltdown and he fires like a bunch of his staff and one of the people he fired was Gil. There was a headliner about it on like TMZ and shit and, and the thing was Charlie Sheen massive meltdown fires longtime bodyguard all friends are shocked. Like there was a fucking write up about him firing Gil and you can look up the name Gil Pallad and you will see him and Charlie Sheen. He's every single thing that you could possibly like imagine. Yeah. And no one really knows what exactly caused this meltdown or this firing or what went down. But it was just really weird. And what was most weird about it was the way that Pallad responded to it. Because almost immediately he packs up his family with Jana and they move to abruptly. They move to Austin, Texas and just start over. Now, granted, that is where his parents and brother were living at the time. But. Also, we know that Austin has become like a little Hollywood getaway. So a lot of people that work out of Hollywood live in Austin and do a lot of stuff there. But in Austin, he sets up his own private security company called Speartip. And his wife, Jana, opens up her own hair salon. And you're going to love the name of this. It's called Level 12, which is like the highest level of blonde that you can go. I love that. And her marketing and branding was fucking. That's chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. It was so good. Uh, the salon takes off, does so good, which can you imagine Blondes, Texas? She's in her fucking yeah. marketplace, bitch. Yeah. So she's doing great. They're still married, by the way. She's doing great, but Gil's security company is not picking up as well. Maybe that has to do with the fact that he was fired very publicly. Maybe it was because he just didn't have a name for himself there yet. But especially leading up to 2020, it was sparse. And it, he wasn't doing what he loved, which was working like with big stars he was doing small quick shit which he didn't love so it's leading up to 2020 january 2020 he gets a call or maybe it's end of 2019 i don't know but he gets a call from a local toyota dealership who is struggling to keep unhoused or displaced individuals out of their cars in the lot from like sleeping in there in the middle of the night they bring in spear tip gill to come in as a consultant and pay very, very well for him to handle all the security for this Toyota dealership. When I say he was getting paid well, I mean, this was the most well-known car dealers 
in the area. It was Charles Mond Toyota. The Mod family had become somewhat of royalty in Austin, Texas, and probably still is today. The Toyota dealership was now being ran by Eric Mond, who was the grandson of Charles Mond, who started it. Now, just to give you guys an idea of the level of wealth that they were as a family, the grandson, Eric, and his family, which was his wife and his two kids, lived in a 7,000 square foot home worth five plus million dollars with 10 bathrooms. In Texas. In Texas. Which in means, Austin, Texas. Which means a $5 million home in Texas is a $30 million home yep. anywhere else. Yep. Yeah. So that's how wealthy. And I, I got this exact quote from ABC 2020 because I couldn't find that anywhere else. Now, that's all fine and dandy. We know that these people are rich and that Gil, you know, hip-hopped around work for Charlie Sheen. But what the fuck does this have to do with Bill and Holly's murders? Where the fuck is the line? And that is exactly what police were saying as they were just tracing this back. What the fuck is going on? So, in in early February of 2020, I think it was like February 2nd, Eric Mond, this rich dealership heir goes on a solo trip to nashville to go visit his son who was attending a university there i would probably say it was either belmont or vanderbilt yeah and mr mond wants some company with an escort that has a background with high-end clientele and he finds layla love aka 33 year old holly williams they agree to meet up at his hotel downtown jw marriott they meet up at 9 30 at the bar Is is that where we stayed We've stayed there plenty of times. Okay. Yeah. A That's million times. Yeah. 9.30 p.m. They go to the bar first and then they make their way up to his room where she provides him with her services, which they did. And it went totally normal and good. Like everything was fine. She's used to working with high end clients. He, I'm sure, is used to having fucking escorts. You don't right. just randomly decide to do that on a trip to visit your son in college. Right. So obviously this is something that. Eric wanted to keep secret and Holly wanted to too because it's a completely different life. She's known as Layla Love when she's with them and she has a completely different persona when she's working that job. She 100% knew that and she respected that for him because same for her. So they went about their separate ways and that was that. Business as usual. Fast forward a month to March. It's March 1st, 2020. Eric Mond is at home when out of the blue, he receives an anonymous text requesting $25,000, allegedly, some reports differ, in money to keep his family from learning about his rendezvous Bill. with Layla Love. Eric Bill. Mond could not let this get out. So he goes to the head of his security for Toyota dealership, Gil Pallad, and says like, hey, I need your advice. What do I do? I, like, This is extortion. And Gil had a history with extortion. He worked for the stars. So Gil says immediately, like, hey, Eric, we need to take this to police. Let them handle it. They'll get it done. They'll make it easy. They'll keep it low-key if we do it right. But Eric refuses because he knows people want to talk shit. It will get out. Someone will let it slip. His whole family's going to know. His name's going to be tarnished. He can't afford that in his head. So instead, he basically tells Gil, like, look, you're in charge of working this out. Let's keep this in secret. We're not going to police. No choice. Because that's what happens when you're a Nepo baby and you think that you're you don't need untouchable. Yeah. You have your own police. You have your own police. You think that you're rich enough to have your own fucking police. That's what happens. Law. Yeah. Fucking 
horseshit. Gil starts trying to figure out who the extortioner was and the true identity of who Layla Love was because at this time they're assuming that they're separate. So he reaches out to Brian Brockway who I was talking about in the beginning and his brother Chad Brockway as they both worked at a security firm they owned and they had really big skills with tracking down people specifically telling them that this was a completely different situation than what it actually was because he knew Chad Brian's brother was a straight laced guy so he goes to Brian and Chad and he says hey look I had a client reach out to me from Nashville and their daughter has missed has been missing and they think that she is being held against her will and being forced to work as an escort will you please look her up so Chad, who primarily did this, was able to find Layla Love's true identity as being Holly. And he takes us back to Gil with the detail all about who she is and her life and where she lives, everything about her. And that is where Chad is no longer involved. But this whole time, Brian has known the truth about what this call was. Mm-hmm. So he continues working with Gil and he learns the truth as to who was actually blackmailing Eric Mond. But in order to confirm this, he had to call in an old Marine buddy of his to help out, Adam Carey. So now we're going back down the... Asheville Adam. Mm-hmm. Asheville Adam. Brian sends Adam Carey and two others to Nashville to scout out Holly and gather info to confirm that what they who they believe is the extortioner is proper. And through their scouting and their sleuthing, they were able to positively identify the person that was making these extortion threats to Eric Mond as being none other than Bill Lanway, Holly's boyfriend. I'd love to know how they figured that out. So what they found was through screenshots on his phone, it looked as if Bill had taken Holly's escort phone without her knowing and screenshotted all of her clients in these lists and the messages, sent them back to himself, deleted them off of her phone so she wouldn't know, and then began blackmailing Eric Mond via a free texting I wonder if he was blackmailing others too. Probably. And other people just probably paid it. Mm -hmm. Well... After not being able to make contact with Holly, Brian is sent to Nashville and the two other people that were with Adam Carey were sent home. That was the end of their mission. So now it's just Brian and Adam. Brian and Adam. And their job is to basically go and scare the shit out of Bill. Brian gets there on March 11th, the next day. As soon as he arrives, shit hits the fucking fan. He receives a frantic call from Gil Paled, who is freaking the fuck out because Bill Lanway had directly called the Mond home. Oh, my God. Thankfully for Eric, he answered and not his wife or his kids. But it was a massive increase in Eric's worry about Bill's threats. Like he is getting closer and closer and closer to my wife and telling my wife this. And from there, it honestly just spiraled in like rage, Mm -hmm. pure rage. So Brian Brockway listens to Gil, him and Adam Carey talk about what their next step is. And they're, you know, asking Gil, like, hey, what what does he want us to do? Like, what what does he want us to do now? Like, go beat the shit out of this kid or what? And basically, Gil was just like, he just wants this problem to be gone. So Brockway and Carey have this conversation and call Gil back and they say, hey, let Eric know that for 60K each, we will kill Bill and Holly. Oh, my God. Gil relays this to Eric Mond, who was elated. Absolutely. That is a, yep, let's do it. Kill them. I'll wire it over. 
as soon as I have proof. I'm sorry. You're worried about bad press. And instead you're of just so worried about your image. Instead of being a man who had an escort in Nashville, you're going to be the man who murdered his escort. Or just Nashville. be like, I'll pay you the money, dude. But just leave me the fuck alone. If you do it again, I'll have you killed. 60,000 versus 25. Literally. Si- t- times 120,000. 120,000. It's just dumb. So that to me sounds like it wasn't his first rodeo. That's exactly how I feel. And you're going to feel like that even more so. Gil Paulette is like, all right, are you sure? And he's like, yep. And he's like, okay, well, then I'm going to add a top on for me for me calling the shots because I'm going to be calling the hit. Yeah. So he adds a little extra on top. They agree to it. They spend the rest of the day of March 11th and the beginning of the 12th making their plans all for that night. So they're talking to Gil on the phone, Adam and Brian are together in person. They're scouting out the areas, looking all around. And uh, meanwhile, having no full clear idea of what was happening, just knowing that she needed someone to make her feel safe and she knew that Bill was involved in this somehow, Holly has Bill come stay with her because she's scared. And she knows that he's involved because they're asking for him. So I don't know if she ever found out actually what happened. Like if he was like, I fucked up, you know. Like yeah, like we have to, no idea yeah. if she actually found out what he had done. So at 11.13 p.m. on March 12th, 2020, Holly and Bill are seen walking out of their apartment front door, out of her apartment front door via the outdoor CCTV security system camera. And they walk out of view towards the parking lot. Seconds later, you can see Bill come back to grab something out of the apartment and then walk back out to the car and then shortly after you hear the car start and then you hear gunshots ring out in the apartment parking lot whoa right and no one reported that no one reported it no neighbor said that they heard it what the fuck what the fuck you hear glass shattering you hear a man you hear a woman screaming and then silence and the car peels out two cars. cars two cars the suspects which we now know as Carrie and Brockway then moved Holly into the back seat of her own car. One of them got into the driver's seat. The other one jumped into their other car. They drove three miles away to the second location where they crashed the car. And this was also off Old Hickory, if you live in Nashville or if you're from the area. They drove them to a construction zone where they put the car in drive to let it just roll down an embankment. And if it would have turned to the left a bit, it would have gone off a cliff that's like 50 foot and it wouldn't have been found at all. And that's probably what they wanted to happen but it didn't though they don't have footage of the actual they call it the dumping site where they left the bodies i'm gonna just call it the crash site because i don't like saying that but they don't have actual footage of the crash site the only thing that they have footage of is the two cars holly's car following a black sedan to this location from like businesses and gas stations that were on the way there damn dude this was going to be a big deal to get everyone arrested. I mean, we've got Adam. We got the the, the big, three guys. The you would start the, from the top. Start from the top. We've got Eric Mond, and then we got Gil Paled, and then we have the brothers Brian Brockway, and ch- technically we have his brother Chad, but his brother Chad was lied to on record, so not really. Okay, but we do have him as a witness that we can keep here. Then we have. Adam two guys and then we have the two guys that were with him that we still don't know the name of and that's all we have and this is between Asheville North Carolina Nashville Tennessee who the fuck knows where with these other two guys and then Austin Texas yeah lots of people this is gonna be a big deal to so get like everyone they have this all figured out before mm-hmm. they 
they have this all figured out. It took them a few months, obviously, to get all the subpoenaed and do all that. But they are having to do this very quietly and before the FBI can come in because that's what they have to send to the FBI to be like, yo, we need you in on this case. So... So basically what? They were just like hacking everyone's systems. Mm-hmm. Well, they were just subpoenaing shit and then, you know, pulling. So these people probably knew they were on their trail then. Not really. No, they had no idea. They were subpoenaing to like Apple or Verizon. Yeah. So it was back end. So they, the, the people had no idea that anybody even knew what was going on. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So police get this and they, they handled this so well. Yeah. Like I, I got to give it to Na- National Metro PD. Not a single fucking thing was missed, bitch. Yeah. Not a single fucking thing. And, and it all started from Agent 47. Yep. Agent 100%. 47. And that it, detective was no there, one would have known that. Boom. Like it would have. Yeah. No one would have even suicide. recognized anything. Yeah. Thank God for video games, I guess. Yep. So this was going to be a big deal to get everyone arrested and behind bars because also there's so many different states involved that we can't just go into like a house that they're all in, all in and arrest them. Right. These are all different time zones, different states, different people, different places. And if one gets arrested and tips off the others, then you're fucked. Yep. They're going to go on the run. So they needed help from the FBI. Officially, the FBI comes in to help and they assist in the case, organizing the arrest and getting confessions. Because though they have a lot of evidence, at the end of the day, the majority of it is circumstantial. Mm-hmm. So that just scared the shit out of me. Me too. Logan just walked in the door and I think my heart fell he just, Hello. Yeah. Who are you talking to? The girls. His girls, his children, his daughters. Not the time. Not the time, sir. <laughs> Sorry, this is your house, but this story I'm not the really time. Into We're the really into right it, now. and it's pouring rain outside right now. <laughs> so the vibes are set. FBI comes in and they're like, "Let's follow the money." So they pull everyone's bank records, including Eric Mond. They see him personally wiring one hundred fifty thousand dollars into Gil Paled's Spear Tip security account at the exact time of the murders on March twelfth. No, he did not. He did. Next, they go to one of the two men who were, I think they actually go to both, but one agreed to be an informant for them who was involved in the murders as a scout, but did not even, they had no idea that this turned into a a murder for hire. Because like I said, the original documents, it was not about killing at all. It was about scaring the shit out of these people to leave him the fuck alone. Mm -hmm. They were going to, I think just going to pay him the money, but be like, if you fucking come back, we're going to kill you. Yeah. But then that call, they go to the two men who were the scouts and they asked if one of them would go undercover and help them get dirt on Adam Carey and Brian Brockway. And they agree. So they make it seem like one of these guys has another murder for hire that they want to bring them in on. And they go to Adam Carey and he's all for it. He's like, look, yep, absolutely. Here's what we'll do. You got two victims. It's going to be about, yeah, let's say 55. So I'll, you know what? Actually, no, I'm not going to. That's literally how he's talking about this. I'm not going to do anything less than 60,000 ahead. But do you want it like 50 yards away? That's more of a sniper move. That Literally, this that's is how this guy's talking. Terrifying. Fucking crazy. Like, not normal. That is terrifying that people can just think like that. Well, and that people are talking about a murder for hire like that. On the phone. Just like it's their day-to-day job. Day-to-day jobs. And. Obviously, Adam Carey has no idea that police are recording this entire phone call. They're mm-hmm. sitting in the room. The FBI is sitting there with this guy as he's on the phone. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Let me call Brian. You'll do an in-person meeting with him. We'll get that knocked out. And then we'll talk, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll he'll give you the final price. He'll give you the final price. So he's like, all right. But police are like, 
fucking fuck yeah. There we go. Boom. We got him. 100%. If anything, he is now going to be convicted of a conspiracy. Yeah. If anything. So boom, got him. We got enough to arrest him. Number two, Brian Brockway. He wants to meet in person in Austin, Texas to discuss. So they go to like a bar and at first like it's really casual. They're not really talking in detail. But afterwards, the undercover dude wired the fuck up with mics is like, hey, come sit in my car and let's talk about the final details during this little conversation about the final details you hear the same like nonchalantness as adam carey or adam casey terrifying i think i called him adam casey earlier it's definitely adam carey he has the same just like chill relaxed vibe but he fucks up because he goes into detail about how him and adam killed bill and holly on mike so they got him and i don't even want to talk about that but just so you know he was basically like yeah you know, most guys have problems killing girls, but not me and Adam. In fact, she was still breathing. And that's why she had a second shot right before the car rolled off. So when she was moved into the back seat, when she was driving those three miles, oh my God. she was alive the entire time. That's fucked up, dude. And it, this is just so recent and so close. I mean, and we're all, what are we doing? We're on TikTok making frothed coffees and... Doing the savage dance. And doing savage. Yeah. Like, that's what the world's doing savage. when this is happening. Yeah. And no one knows because it was so overshadowed. Yeah. Because of COVID. Yeah. So, wow. now they've got Adam. They've got Brian. All they need is Gil and Eric. And it was going to take a hot minute. They fucking knew that. So they knew they didn't want to fuck it up. They didn't want to tip anybody off that they knew. They didn't want Adam or Brian to think that anything was up. They had to lay fucking low. Oh, so they just like, they weren't like, you're arrested. No. They just got out of the car. They're like, all right, man, we'll, get, we'll be in touch. Yeah. They just needed it for their back pockets to issue arrest when that time come. But they knew it was going to take way longer to get confession, non-disputable evidence against Eric and Gil. They were going to have to do what they had to do in order to get this, and it was going to take a second. So I'm going to go ahead and fast forward to December of 2021. I mean, this is a quick turnaround, though. I know, quick. But also, what else were they doing? Right. It was COVID at that point Everyone in time. Everyone was in lockdown, yeah. Right. It's just like, I just love like how cut, and, I mean, I don't love this case by any means, no. but I like I appreciate. the investigation is just like cut and dry. Like they are yep. doing every fucking job that they need to be doing. Yep. And I appreciate the fuck out of that. It yeah. makes me feel good. Yeah. It makes me feel good that it's our state. Like, I, I don't think we've ever had a good one. I mean, we have Lauren Taylor H. Y'all fuck that shit up. Yeah, and I'll never did. stop and, screaming. But you it. know what? I said to Aaron the other day when we we had a tragic shooting. Oh, yeah. I mean, you that? guys have heard about it. A, a police officer was shot and killed in Mirable. Tra- routine tra- traffic, traffic stop. stop. And he, was, uh, he had, like, many warrants out for his arrest. And we don't know the full details because the... Ca- the and the man's Body still cams. on the run. He's still so on the run. So this was last week. It's got $150,000. Yeah. Like basically like bounty, a on, bounty his on his head. And um, I just, I said to Aaron, I was like, dude, I was like, Tennessee does not fuck around. I can't tell you how many times I sit at home and I hear on the news, Pittsburgh police, Pittsburgh Metropolitan Police Officer shot and killed on mm-hmm. duty. Da, 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 da. Like all, way too often. Yeah. It, extremely terrible. Extremely sad. But that cop was shot and everybody in the state of Tennessee knew it at 2.30 in the morning. Everyone knew it immediately. Boom. It was on national news They're the like, next We're going to get this guy. Yeah. Like I, I have, have the response of the state of Tennessee. Like insane, guys. Insane. And guys, oh my God, I could cry my eyes out, but like the sheriff. Oh, oh my, God. my God. I, I couldn't even watch it. Literally. Dude. I had like, to shut it off. Crying 
<clears throat> on the so news sad. in this press conference being like i was the one who had to go tell them that their husband that their baby that their daddy wasn't fucking coming home so i'm gonna go get your fucking ass man like seriously it's just hey, our our state has a bounty on this the shooter i head. would be scared to fucking guys they got their his partner they got his his his, his brother gr- his girlfriend his brother like uh, the girlfriend's brother like yeah they're Everybody. collecting everyone and that's connected like to him. And there's like multiple like um, house raids going on everywhere. Severeville. Helicopters at all times going across us. Yeah. Low flying to low flying. Police yeah. presence is insanity. See, I think a lot of people think that he's long gone, but I think he's in Knoxville. I think he's 100% in Knoxville. I, I don't think, think he's, he's long gone. If I think I think he's hiding right under our They know our where he's at too. Just waiting him out. Well, yeah, well, I'm sure that the second he tries to cross state lines, they're going to, we have an FBI field office here in Knoxville. We have the TBI office here in Knoxville. We have state police here in Knoxville. Good fucking luck, bro. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, it was so, I mean, just the way that everybody knew. Everybody mourned. Everybody, like, immediately. Yeah. It's really sad. And I I had to ask Aaron because, you know, he's very triggered to those alerts. Yeah. And... I was like, what is that? And he was like, I'm not sure. And he like got up and he like researched it. And I was like, is everything good? And he was like, it was a blue alert. And I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, officer killed in duty. I was like, I've never even heard of that. It's still on our interstates today. Yeah. Tennessee state blue alert. His description of exactly what they need, his name, you know, what happened. Every when we went, I went down to Cleveland. I mean, he's probably on FBI's most wanted right now. Oh, 100%. He was on ABC Worldwide News two nights ago and has been every other night since. I'm going to look. It's just, it was, oh my God. It's It's really terrible. It's so terrible. So y'all say a prayer for their families and them. Yeah. I really don't want this guy to fuck up Uh and end up making someone do something stupid. You know what I mean? Like just fucking turn yourself in, please. Please. Yeah. This does not need to become a bloodbath. Someone else. Yeah. For either side, just let's just surrender and walk in. We don't, I don't, I can't handle that. This is too, too sad of a situation as is. Yeah, he is on, he's on TBI's most wanted. He's not on the FBI. See, I don't think that they're publicly bringing in FBI yet, but we know. Yeah. You know. Anyway, his name is Kenneth Wayne DeHart. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry for that little side tangent. So we're, we're trying to get Eric and Gil now. So fast forward to December of 2021, Eric Mond leaves a five star review raving about spear tip security oh does he and i'm gonna read it to you guys because what the fuck did he think did he, was he use doing? the words went above and beyond worse solved all my problems five stars spear tip is very professional and on top of it they get the job done in an expedited time couldn't imagine using anyone else get the job done they're supposed to be just security for your car dealership what job are they getting done right you you just want them to make sure that no one's stealing and breaking into your cars in the middle of the night to sleep. And all of a sudden now he's your fucking hitman. Yeah. Five stars, bro. Anybody that knew anything about anything that was going on knew exactly what the fuck you were saying. Yeah. Disgusting. You could have at least hit it a little bit better than that if you really didn't want anyone to be on your fucking case, bro. Yeah. Expedited time. What were they doing? Running Amazon packages for us? Right. Princess Polly? Express shipping? Don't understand. That's fucking fucked up. gross. And to just be so naive. To be so like a bu- higher holy art thou. Like yeah. just on your fucking high, <laughs> high horse, you know, like yeah. fully. 
A few days later, right after this, like I said, this is early, early December 2021. A few days later, on December 10th, 2021, the FBI puts their arrest plan in effect. First, they go to North Carolina at 4.30 in the morning and arrest Adam Carey. Next, around this exact same time, whatever it was, San Diego time, they go and arrest Brian Brockway while he's at his son's boot camp graduation from the military. In front of God and everybody. No way. Yeah. For the murders of. For the murders. Plural. Right there. Out, l- out loud. At his son's military that, graduation. That makes me very sad. For, for his, his son. son. And his family yeah. that was there. And his parents that had to see that. So awful. But, but for him. Public humiliation like that as a military. Hmm, at your son's military. Yeah. That was petty as fuck. Yeah. I mean they probably could have waited. They one hundred percent did that on purpose. Like one hundred percent. That's fucking petty. I'm not gonna argue it. No, me neither. Then uh, as soon as Gil Paled lands in Austin, Texas on his flight from Las Vegas where he was at a security convention, he is arrested at in the, the airport. airport. Yep. And they weren't worried about Eric Mond because what he didn't know is that drones and FBI field officers were on the ground surrounding his vehicle without him knowing because he was driving in the backcountry roads of Texas on his way home from hunting camp with one friend in the car. Oh, my God. So he's not running because he don't know they're on his fucking ass that he has no idea. He's got no idea. So he's driving home from a hunting trip with a friend. They get Gil and they basically say, Gil, here's everything that we have on you. This is what FBI agents do. They lay everything out. So looking at this, you know that you're going to be in prison for life, no matter what you say or do from right now. So we're going to give you a choice. And the choice is that you can do one right thing. And you can be somewhat a hero in this situation. And that is, you can get on the phone right now. You can call Eric Mond and you can make him confess to doing this in some weird out roundabout way. No hesitation. Gil says, yep, I've got nothing. I don't know why I did it in the first place. I never was wanting to do this. Let's do it. He takes a plea deal. Gil agrees that he is going to call Eric Mond right then and there while he's in the car driving with his friend and tell Eric that one of the two scouters learned that they were murdered and wants $25,000 to keep quiet. And he agrees. So they go into the room, turn on the ca- the recorders, put Gil on the phone. His personal phone calls Eric Mond. FBI is listening in mm-hmm. and they see Eric's phone start ringing. He pulls off on the side of the road in rural Texas, gets out of the car because his buddy's in the car, disconnects his Bluetooth, and answers. And he's like, hey, Gil, what's going on? Gil's like, hey, man, we have a situation with one of the scouts in the Holly and Bill case. And he's like, okay, tell me about it. And he's like, he wants $25,000 to keep quiet. Eric says, fuck. Well, he did me a solid, and I appreciate what he did for me. So tell him that I'll give him that $25,000, but I just want him to keep quiet. And then he doubles back, and he says, actually... No, no, I'll give him the $25,000, but I just want this to go away. We know he's going to come back and ask more. So kill him. I'll immediately wire $150,000 to spear tip right now as soon as I get back in the car. No, he did not. Hangs up the phone. Bro barely gets his car in to drive before. You're arrested. Get down. Yeah. All because you didn't want your escort. That, no, that was way too fucking easy for him. This is so fucking dramatic and dumb. This was way too casual for him. He fucking does this. But what pisses me off is y'all want to do that to Brian Brockway in front of his whole fucking family and the military and everything. And this motherfucker He's out in rural rural Texas. Texas. Do it at his home in front. Do it at the Do it at Charles Mon Toyota. Yeah. On the commercial. Bring that you know they're running. Bring in a sale. 
Yeah. Every car, 50% Charles Montoyota, 50% off because Eric Mon murdered someone. You're arrested. Bring them all in. Two the whole city of Austin, Texas, and then arrest him. Exactly. Holy shit. Gil was the prosecution's lead witness. They went to trial in this November a, of 2023. This was real. This was a movie. This is a movie. They went to trial in uh, November of 2023, or it ended in uh, November of 2023. Gil was the prosecution's lead witness against Eric, Adam, and Brock. Brockway, oh, wow. Brian Brockway, and um, they all pled not guilty except for Gil, who pled guilty because I guess the other three are dumb. Oh, and he took well, and he took a plea, so he had he to. took a plea. Yeah, yeah, he had to because he has to testify against them. All of them were found guilty. We don't know what Gil's sentencing is yet, and we don't know what everyone else's. Sen- we don't know what anyone's sentencing is yet. Okay, but what we do know is that for Eric, Brian, and Adam, they are all automatically life sentences. Wow. Yeah. We don't know for Gil yet because of his plea deal, but we're going to find out in a few months. They're going to the Sunday trial. And I feel like I'm not trying to, by any means, justify Gil. Gil? Gil. But I feel like the way he flipped for the FBI like that, it's been on his conscience. It's been heavy on him. I really do think. It was probably truly his first time. I mean, think about that. And he was like, why did I even do that? You know, like, yeah, yeah I'll do it. Uh, you, you're right. You know, because the, he has two guys on one side and he's saying, well, fuck, I need the money right now because remember his business was taking, he was in the middle of 2020. So he's sitting there thinking like, holy fuck, like I need to make money. And I'm he made a rash decision. Man. Yeah, like he th- was thinking like, it can't be on my conscience because I'm not the one pulling the trigger and I'm not the one paying for it. I'm just the middleman. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he thought it wasn't going to be that big of a deal for him at the time, and it was like an in the moment. But I'm not justifying no, him me by neither. any means. I don't. But I do feel wrong. I do feel like he knew, and it sat on him for those eight months. It's nine a months, unique situation for him, you know. And that he he that was in the back of his mind every single day that he knew he shouldn't have done that, and that yeah. that was a, you know, yeah. I mean, he even said that. I don't. I shouldn't have done that. And I'm sorry that I couldn't wait to wait for the sentencing and all the rest of the details. I'm sure that are later going to come out when all the sentencing is done. But like, guys, I had to cover this. It's case. just I'm I'm truly mind blown at the fact that one, I've never heard of it. Yep. Two, it's two hours away. Yep. Three, it was three years ago. Yep. Four years ago. And yeah. five, the way it played out, I'm truly impressed with the Nashville Police Department. Me too. Like, absolutely outstanding work. I mean, the best work I've ever heard of. Sorry. I know. I, I think, honestly, the best work I've ever heard of. Yeah. In any case. I mean, I, again, and I mean, we don't know all the details, fucking, but like. How fucking terrible for Holly, though. Oh, dude. So sad. And you know what the media does. And you know what those motherfuckers on Facebook do when they see a post like this. Like, oh, escort. Da, da, da. You know what I mean? Yep. And that was probably her title for everything. Escort. Escort killed and hit. Nashville high-end escort. And... Killed and murder for hire. I guarantee you. If you know I what? were to look up, let's that, look it up right now. If I, I were to look, look at the top, I guarantee you that's the shit that it's I want to know what they say because you know what? What even makes me like so much more upset for her is that like she was doing her right thing. Right. She stuck to her rules to keep herself safe. He's also a victim in this and it, he shouldn't have been murdered for what he did, but he was being dumb. Yeah. He was being dumb. And he put both of them in danger and Holly didn't deserve that. Yeah. Not that Bill did. He didn't. Right. No one deserves to be murdered. But Holly truly was completely innocent in all of this and just doing her job that she'd been doing. She's 33 years old. She'd been doing this since she was 18. Yeah. It's just really sad. And it's terrible. 
I, so w- one of the things that they talked about in the 2020 special was that no one really went to either of their funerals because no one knew what happened. And at the time terrible. of their funerals, it was being told that it was a murder-suicide. And they didn't know who had murdered who, even though everyone assumed that it would have been Bill. No one, police never came out and said it outright. That is just like, I mean, fucking horrible, dude. Here is what the titles are. Businessman Eric Mons sick 700,000 murder for hire plot to kill ex-lover Holly Williams and blackmailer Meller William Lanway. Nashville couples murder uncovered dark conspiracies pay off across the country. Eric Mon murdered for hire role of Brian Brockway and Adam Carey. They're acting like, hold on. I'm confused about the ex-lover. Wait, that's what, because like there's two more here that say ex-lover. Or maybe they're saying that because they had an affair technically. Yeah. Well, he had an affair. Yeah, he had an affair. What was her last name? It says that during their investigation, detectives discovered Williams was having an affair with Mond, a married businessman for months. But that wasn't on the documentary. That wasn't on the documentary. So that's probably just speculation then. That came out two days ago after that. Well, that's, I mean, she used to, they also said that she would like text back and forth with clients and that was like a part of her deal. Maybe he had seen her before. Yeah. Who knows? You know, we don't know anything like that. And maybe if they, if they did run into each other or they did yeah. meet up multiple times, that does track a little bit why Bill would pick him specifically if he believed that that was the one that Holly was seeing the most. Right. And believe that there was they maybe they, they were maybe did have communicating like a and was extremely jealous and was like, Well, I'm gonna extort you. That would make sense. Yeah. So maybe that's just not all being released yet because all the documents aren't out because of the sentencing. Yeah. So well the fucking indictment this is what like the twenty twenty kept saying over and over again, but it's fucking true. The indictment reads like a movie script. Mm-hmm. It reads like a lifetime I mean, movie. What you just told me was a lifetime movie. It, Unreal. What does that smell? Don't ask me. It's like broccoli and cigarettes. Vicks Vapor right here. In this I don't know no, what the hell. Logan must I'm be like, steaming broccoli. I'm over here, guys. I would, Taylor has these Vicks infused tissues, and it's the only thing that's clearing my nose, and it's like um, like a like an inhalant for me. Mm, <laughs> it's like a... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I like... Sniffing bath salts Stuck them up my nose for like two hours last night and just smelled it. Yeah. Amazing. But that's my case. I Crazy. mean, you did great coverage on it. it was, that was fantastic. Thank you. And horrible story horrible incredible and just like poor hall i'm just so mad that holly's case didn't receive the attention yeah no terrible dude this if this happened right now right now headlines headlines all over okay thank you for your coverage today thanks for bearing with me guys we're gonna try to try again next week see you then for our love morgan fest yeah so don't forget to send in your creepy accounts we're recording it next monday the monday after you listen to this we want lover related things lover related things no matter what it is and put like like february yes or like crazy birthdays or you could do pisces uh birthdays your pisces friend that did something crazy something like that let's go love pisces birthdays yep february creepy account clickbait us or it's not happening love Love you bye bye happy valentine's day smooch smooch